It's Saturday morning. It's 11 a.m. out on the West Coast. My name is Rick Napier, president of 321setappointments.com and the designer of the SWAS sales system and Real Estate Bob. And uh, SWAS stands for Selling Without Appearing to Sell. Today's show – oh, by the way, I want to thank everyone for listening live or if you're listening to the recorded version of the uh, – of the uh, Selling Without Appearing to Sell uh, radio show here on Blog Talk Radio. We thank you for your input. We thank you for taking the time out to learn about how you can make your salesperson experience better. So today's show, let's talk about today's show. Okay, today's show is titled uh, Salesperson Meltdown Components and Characteristics. And um, MELT, M-E-L-T, stands for mastery, experience, learning, and training. So that's MELT. It's an acronym our sales team coined almost 20 years ago to identify why salespersons were not successful. But see, the, the proper you know, uh, uh, way those letters should, should go is actually T-L-E-M, which is the opposite of M-E-L-T, MELT. See, meltdown occurs when sales training is not taught, learned, experienced, and mastered. Uh, today's uh, broadcast will explore how meltdown happens, how the agent feels, how, how the organization is affected, both positively and negatively, and what organizations must do to minimize the number of agents failing and ultimately quitting the industry. And this show is based on actual phone conversation feedback received from many insurance and real estate agents from across the country. And again, your feedback is greatly, greatly appreciated. So over the last 60 days, I think it's been about 60 days since I've, I've done a, a SWAS radio show, um, we've, uh, we've added a few clients. Um, congratulations to us. And uh, we spoke with a lot of uh, uh, prospects, again, from around the country. And, um, you know, so the, so the conversations that we've had have been reinforced about SWAS. I mean, our sales approach that we're talking about, that we uh, offer to, uh, to real estate agents and insurance agents, you know, those, those concepts, those, those concepts, the business uh, uh, SWAS side and the sales process SWAS side have been re- reinforced. And this has strengthened our, our, our efforts and motivated us to offer uh, this affordable sales training to those who want it. We must admit that we, we expected more salespersons to become clients, but we understand that people, owners, re- regional managers, are the captains of their own ship. That's the capitalistic system that we live in. Uh, the, capitalistic, the capitalistic system that we live in says – that we all have choices in what we do, so we are we, we are you know doing very well, uh, but we wish we could do we do that we could do better. However, on on December first, uh, SWAS and Spanish will be online, and like other uh, U.S. companies, and we're a small company, you know small you know small company based in, in Sacramento County. Uh, we see great opportunities to introduce. Affordable sales training uh, in that platform to a huge new salesperson market. So you have a, a whole lot of Hispanics that have been in business for a while, 
and more and more that are coming uh, to the to conclusion that you know having uh, having their own small business is a good thing. Um, so we want to include them into the fold to learn how to sell the Swas way. Um, so let's talk about melt. But let's begin with the opposite. Let's let's, re- let's begin with the with the actual way training should should go. And uh, then we'll talk about melt, which is the meltdown. So training, what is training really? And we're talking about sales training. And there is a big, huge difference between product training and sales training. And frankly, this has been one of the major challenges that we've had in, in, in breaking through you know, to agents, agency owners, regional managers, is that most of most of most of our potential clients or prospects have focused on the product training side and very little has been very little training focus has been on the sales training side so what is training so training in in, in respect to I'm not going to talk about our training system today because that's a 6 hour training system but let's talk about training as in respect to uh, how agents, agency owners, and you know, regional managers, district managers look at it. So training, you know, it starts with the individual. It must be supported by the uh, the agency owner, and all that all that you know, training curriculum must come from the regional manager, district manager, or the corporate office. And so when new, when new agents first start, whether it's a, you know a real estate, if it's a broker, I mean the, the broker is responsible for their training unless it comes from the uh, the corporate office on the real estate side, and and most of this is going to be for the insurance agents because that's where you know a lot of work, in our opinion, needs to be done. So again, on training, individual agency owners, regional managers, district managers, when when an agent comes on board. The agents get they get licensed, and their main uh, focus or their their, their their thing that they're most concerned about is how can they take this training and start letting it seep into their brain so that, so that one day, whether it's a week, one month, six months, or a year, one day soon where they can track it, they can be successful. So with sales training not being a major component of most uh, uh, insurance agencies, franchise, or or even at the individual agent level, um, you know, a lot of agents are, are starting out uh, at a at a at a at a deficiency or at a loss uh, because as soon as you leave that classroom environment to learn about the great products that you're selling or that the agents are selling, they're out out in the jungle in the real world. And performing with very little sales training is it's almost like being in an unknown city with no map, no road map of, of how to move around. So, it's, so it, it can be very frustrating for new agents to be in that situation. So let's go to L, learning. What is, what is learning? Okay, in a sales environment, learning can be… What we call a two-on-one, where the new agent and the agency owner uh, go out and they meet with a prospect on a sales call. That's been that's been very successful in the past. And again, 
the agency owner or the person who is uh, assuming the role of, of mentor or trainer, they should have that, the knowledge to be successful in sales because otherwise if two people, the mentor and the trainee, the agent trainee are going out and the mentor the mentor does not have any, any strong sales skill, that's not going to reflect well on, uh, on, the, uh, on, the, on the mentor and the agent trainee is not going to take not going to think too highly of the of the mentor also learning when you're learning in a sales environment what it, what it does it allows you or it should allow you to go out and take charge of your business now the thing is is that you know when you take charge that means some action has to happen whether it's prospecting face to face we call it f2f or, or whether it's um, uh, B2B, which is most likely on the phone, or if you're dropping off uh, brochures and, and you're meeting with the, uh, the business owner or the key contact at the company, that type of learning has to happen. And at first, it seems uncomfortable because you're learning. I mean, so you're going to have some, you're going to have some, some fallout. You're going to have some, uh, uh, some no sales. Uh, some no's uh, in that process, but it must happen. And with a sales training platform, it is easy to track where things went wrong. We used to have this uh, this uh, this session call after you know after the call after the appointment. You know if the if the appointment was successful, we we would still have an after the call after the appointment session. And talk about the things that went right, some things we need to improve, but we still made a sale. Where things did not go right, the after the sale, after the appointment, we would talk about some things that did not go well. And we would know it because we had a sales process. We would know it because we had a sales process. When you have a sales process and you forget something or you, or you don't do something uh, in, in the correct way, it's easy to identify the place where you need to correct very easy. So let's go to the E. On the E, that's that E stands for experience. And with experience, that's when the predictability comes in. Uh, if you're closing, uh, let's say, 20% of your sales at the very beginning, now you may up, you may be up to 30% or even 40%, you know, of your closings because now you have some predictable outcomes under your belt and the salesperson is becoming more confident and the way that you become more confident is by having a, a proven sales process where you don't have to worry about changing your your your, your script or changing the way you uh, meet with clients based on the person's financial status if the person is wealthy maybe before you had a sales process you had you tried that you tried to uh, you had some kind of angle for that if the person was middle income, maybe you had a separate angle for that. If the person was lower than middle income, then maybe you have a separate process for that or a separate sales process for that. That's not necessary. It's not. And that's what's confusing a lot of agents because in their minds, they're thinking about every time they have to go out and on a sales call, they have to have a different angle. 
And and if there's one thing I can say uh, about this particular area, this is the one thing that is causing so much frustration and, and anxiety with agents because they think they need to have a certain unique way to meet with clients based on what they see. Nice car in the, in the yard, not a nice car. Nice lawn, not a, not like a nice lawn. Uh, older couple with very little money versus younger, younger couple with a lot of money. So just think about that. With all the different scenarios that agents can see, they may have 100 different ways that they think about in terms of, of, of how they connect with people. So how can you build any stable sales process when you're always changing the way you sell? So let's talk about the M. The M stands for mastery. And this mastery happens when agents can perform successfully under any situation and look like a pro. The goal that <clears throat> when, I'm, when I'm training agents, real estate or insurance agents, is to take maybe four sheets of paper and perhaps a, a, a financial needs analysis brochure or, or questionnaire and stick that in, in the bag. Stick that in the briefcase. Stick that in the… Uh, uh, your computer bag if you, if you use a computer and just go out with three sheets of paper and ask a bunch of questions I helped an agent I've helped several agents over the last couple of weeks go out on sales calls and it was remarkable that we did not we did not have to flip bro pages of brochures we did not have to go through 67 PowerPoint slides with prospects. So at the at the end of the client interview, in which some we closed right away, and some that we had we had to do some follow ups. The main point was that we only had a few sheets of paper, and a pen, and maybe a calculator, and we sat and asked the prospects, the people we were interviewing uh, at the appointment, a bunch of questions, and they answered the questions, and we had. And we received a, a, a great uh, sort of uh, profile uh, or a uh, sort of a, a scenario of what they were dealing with and what most likely they wanted to do. See, that's sales mastery. That is sales mastery. So let's talk about meltdown for a second. We got about maybe 10 or 15 minutes. Meltdown happens when agents, owners, Regional managers, district managers believe they can operate without a formal sales process. Like I mentioned, the agent feels extreme pressure, anxiety, and frustration when they want to go from product training to mastery. See, that's what happens when, when agents start and all they see is product training. And they, and they see themselves uh, – maybe they see, man, if I, if I sold like five – you know, policies per week, or maybe you know, thirty policies per month. I'm going to make all this money. So they think they they look at the product training they had, and without a conversation or without an exposure to sales training, all they have is that product training, and they go out and they fail. I'm going to be totally blunt and honest. They fail if all they are receiving is product training. I'm sorry to have to say that. 
but there is too much evidence, too many conversations we have had with, with, the, with agents in the field, not just here in California, agents in different parts of the country. We have had conversations interviewing prospective new sales uh, trainees, and if, if, if you are listening to this call and we have uh, met with you one-on-one or have spoken with you over the phone, please feel free to um, comment on the, sec- on the comment section, whether you're looking at this on uh, some of the social media boards. Please feel free to comment of how 321setappointments.com operates. We never start with telling you what you should do. We always ask, how are things? How are things going? And we just sit and we write about what you say. And when I say write, we don't write and, and, and post it. We write and take notes. And what we, what we hear and what we hear, uh, what we hear agents say is across the board that there's a strong need for sales training. So this is what we're hearing, hearing from various real estate and insurance agents. Uh, and, that, and what that is, it's the meltdown. It's the opposite of, of training, uh, of um, uh, learning, experience, and mastery. It's, it's, it's failure at the mastery level, failure at the experience level, failure at the learning level, and failure, failure at the sales training level. This is what this is the common thing that we're hearing across the board. Okay, so how can you tell when meltdown is about to happen? Even if you're like a, a personal agent, real estate, or insurance agent, or if you're the agency owner, or if you're the regional manager or district manager, how can you tell when meltdown is imminent? Well, you can tell when when the agent stops working they just stop they just you know flat out just stop working they stop turning in business you don't hear from them they don't they stop attending meetings on a regular basis their production falls close to zero and about a few weeks later if they're not making any money they quit all right so but here's what happens before they quit and this is what I think might be – I hate to say it, but this is what I think is sort of like, okay, well, they quit. We'll just find somebody else. That's not good. Come on. Come on, agency owners, regional managers. That's not good when, when the people you – know, they, they just quit, and, 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 and the response is, well, well, we'll just keep hiring more people. We'll start recruiting our recruiting efforts, and, uh, and we'll go through um, – you know, we'll just hire a bunch of new agents. Guess what? Eventually, there's going to come a point in time when agents feel like, well, gosh, you know, how many, you know, I just saw my best friend quit because they they were not making any money, and and I'm not making any money, so I'm gonna quit. So all of a sudden, the word out on the street is that working as a financial services specialist or maybe a real estate agent doesn't work, and that's not true. Okay. So the meltdown, like I said, I don't, don't – I mean the thing is, is that he, here is kind of like what I see. Okay, the agents, they start working as agents. Uh, if it's a real estate agent, maybe they'll, they'll, they'll talk with their families or friends. If it's an insurance 
agency. They'll they'll write some policies on their your family, friends, and contacts. And uh, then when they run out of these contacts because they don't have any sales training to know how to how to how to freaking meet people on their own or pick up the phone and uh, uh, make calls to to business owners, they quit. And guess what? The the policies that they sold. They're probably going to stay on the books for a while, so those those uh, those um, agency owners and and the and the management team, you know, the following year those those commissions roll up to the owners and the management. So I guess that's the bright side of it. I mean, you don't have an agent that you have to you know pay that 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 uh, residual commission, and it rolls up to the management team. But that that's not what what agency owners want. That's not what management. Uh, people want that's not what the corporation wants the corp the corporation the the management team the agency owners and the agents they want success that's it that too slow they want success you know they don't want to write business and quit and then hide from their from their clients oh joe gosh i want to make changes to my policy next year oh uh gosh i'm not working there anymore oh really are you working someplace else? Maybe yes, maybe no. Most likely, it's like no because they're working a nine to five job now, so they can they can make ten to fifteen dollars an hour. All right. So that client says, "Well, gosh, okay. Well, who else can I call? Well, you can call the agency owner. The agency owner or, or office manager, or office staff can help. See." And those agents, they just vanish. They don't, you know, a lot of times they don't call their clients and say, hey, you know, I tried working at XYZ company. Uh, it's not going to work out. Um, gosh, you know, if you need some help with your policy, please call, you know, please call Mary, and Mary can help. They don't do that. They just vanish. That's what they do. They vanish. See um, how it should work? Or how uh, technically, realistically, with sales training, this is how it should look. And I'm finding I'm fighting this this long battle with the sinus infection. So if, I, if it seems like I'm cutting up in my speech, that's why. Hopefully, there will be a cure for sinus infections. So finally, the agent looks at his or her prospect potential when they start the business, and they say, you know what? With sales training, or if they have sales training, they have confidence, and they see themselves being successful. The agency owner looks at all of his or her agents, and the agency owner says, gosh, my, my, my folks are all trained in product knowledge and sales training. And he sees or she sees some cohesiveness, some structure, some numbers being reported. Where the agents are saying, I, I met with 10 people this week, and I closed two, or I met with 10 people a week, and I'm closing three, and uh, three months later, uh, I, I um, just had a text, <laughs> um, and six months later, I met with 10 people, and I closed six. That's what the agency owner is looking for because that makes the agent happy. And then this rolls up to the regional manager. The regional manager says, I have these agency owners with you know, five to ten agents in the office, and they all have sales training. 
and those numbers are rolling up both not not just the uh, the financial numbers which are most important but the but the uh, the activity numbers the, the appointment numbers the uh, the contacts the closed numbers ratios are being solidified with a sales process and sales training the agent the agency owner the regional manager district manager is saying we know within our office because we have a sales training process that that 30% of the time our agents are closing on average new agents might be 10% 20% of the time um uh you know more experienced agents may be 50% or 60% of the time that they're closing that's what makes the the agency uh, you know, owner, the agent happy, the regional manager, district manager happy when there is structure in the sales training, in the, in the sales department or the sales activity. Without structure, what you get, and excuse me for saying this, is a bunch of happy time. Oh, we're just happy. Now, excuse me for saying that. I come from a corporate sales background. In the corporate setting, Happy time, never cut it. I cannot go to the president of our company or my higher ranking up, ranking ranking person uh, in, in my company, another vice president, and say, you know what? Our numbers, our activity is almost non-existent. Our agents, we have 60, you know, agents, you know, in our in our department, and uh, we only had four appointments last week, but we're happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy social media was not around back then because that would be almost like a, a component for failure. I just think there's too many distractions, you know, for, for, for people, for agents to be successful. But that's just my 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 personal uh, opinion. But again, structure, sales activity from everyone is achievable. When you have sales training in your organization. And I know, I know, I, I got a few minutes, so I'll just say this. I know, you know, the last thing that people want to hear is just, here's this guy, Rick, out in the West Coast, out, in, uh, out in, uh, on the left coast, talking about sales structure and sales training. Yeah, I know, I've heard it. I've heard it. You know, who wants, who wants to listen to someone else? Uh, be told, how, who wants to be told what to do by someone else? I get it. I get it. I understand it. So what I'm what I'm what I'm asking, what I what I'm recommending, is that sales or salespersons, agents, real estate agents, insurance agents, and agency owners, uh, managers, district managers, regional managers, brokers, think about what you want to accomplish. Most of you didn't start. Your business, your your um, your um, real estate or insurance business, or become an agency owner, or broker, or manager, not to have sales structure. I know that. I've met and talked to a lot of you. I know it. So I'm just saying, if you want to prevent meltdown, which is failure at the mastery level, failure at the sales experiences level, failure at the learning level. And failure at the sales training level. Think about what could happen 
if it was the opposite. If you had sales training uh, success, sales learning success, your agents have great experiences in sales training, and over a period of time, they become masters. There's economic things I could talk about that, that go along with this, and I would just say this. If every agent right now was masters at sales, you'd need less agents. That's an economic uh, uh, sort of a calculation. you know. But because many agents are not proficient in sales, there are a lot of agents only doing 30% of what they could do. But we can, we, can, we can have a show about that sometime in the future. Anyway, I want to thank you for listening to this show, Salesperson Meltdown Components and Characteristics. My name is Rick Napier, president of 321setappointments.com. My phone number is 415-299-8916. On the East Coast, out of NYC, you can reach me uh, at 347-927-4430. Thank you for listening, and make it a great day.